Welcome to Inclusion Matters, produced by the Center for Inclusive Child Care, aka the CICC. We're located at inclusivechildcare.org. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, the podcast of the Center for Inclusive Child Care. I'm Cindy Croft, Executive Director of the Center, and I'm here with my Assistant Director, Priscilla Weigel. Hi, Priscilla. Hi, Cindy. And we have um, been doing these podcasts for a long time, and we have to say we just really enjoy them so much. And mm-hmm. we like to hear from people who have listened to them and some of the unique ways that you use the podcast. So please um, use the feedback form on the website and let us know uh, what else we can do for you or other ways that you've used uh, the podcast. Yeah, it's fun to find out what people do with, with these little short little snips. So we thought we would do um, one or two podcasts on visual support. Mm -hmm. something we're both passionate about and, you know, probably talk about in trainings and so on um, with with lots of regularity. So we thought we'd just talk to the listeners today about how we more effectively use visual supports with Mm -hmm. uh, young children and kind of the reason. And maybe we should just start with why visual supports anyway. Well, it's it's a useful way, especially when you look at young children who are learning language and they understand, they're getting what words mean, but a visual <clears throat> reinforces anything you would say. So when we work with very young children or children who have a processing need, might have a delay in receptive language or expressive language, you pair that visual with your words and it's going to help them connect the dots sooner and reinforce the concept. So one of the things that is so essential for using visual supports is just establishing your routines yep. and that's something that I feel um, a lot of our coaches are working with a lot of the sites that they serve on just implementing visual supports to really help kids know what's coming next. It's like an agenda at a meeting. The child arrives, they look at that schedule and they go, that's what the day is going to look like, that's the map. And it's not in, you know, four minute increments, it's in big chunks of time with some some recognizable photos or objects that are going to help them connect those dots. Excellent. I know we talk a lot about um, what a tool it is for reg- building regulatory skills. Mm. So, as you said, when the child comes in and sees it, gives him a sense of security, um, a sense of consistency mm-hmm. with that routine. And then every time the teacher or child care provider refers to the, say, the visual support is a picture schedule. Mm-hmm. Every time they refer to that during the day and say, what's coming next? Oh, it looks like snack time is next. That that continuously builds that uh, regulatory system for children um, mm-hmm. starting very, very young. And that's what we want for kids is to help support that regulatory system. And, yeah. and I always say it's, it's one of the cheapest, easiest yeah. uh, behavior intervention strategies a teacher can use. Yeah. But we see lots of places where they may they either don't have one or maybe they have one but it's kind of behind mm-hmm. another poster of the world that got hung up on it mm-hmm. or you know they people forget what a useful tool it is. Yeah. It's a map. It's mm-hmm. really a map for that child's day and for your day as the lead in that classroom or that space, that child care setting, whether it's family child care or a center-based site. 
it is just the opportunity to revisit what your day is going to look like, what's coming next, and as you said, regulatory skills are growing when that child is able to then independently go look at the schedule mm -hmm. and say, if they're coming to you over and over again, Priscilla, what's coming next? What are we going to have for snacks? When snacks coming? You can just say, oh, go check the schedule. Mm -hmm. It builds that nice independent skill for that child to be able to say, I can calm myself down because I know where that schedule is. It's the same place in the classroom. It's the same place in this home as it is every day. It might change dependent on what's coming, but my child care provider told me about that. Mm -hmm. We talked about it when I arrived today and she said, oh, look what's different. Usually in the afternoon we do snack, um, playground, you know, out on the playground, and then we have a story. But today, oh, there's something else there. What is it? It's a, it's a picture of a person. What does that mean? Talking mm -hmm. about the, what's coming next. Oh, I get it. I'm excited. And also I know now I can look. What are we doing right now? We're having snack. What's coming next? That special person that's going to come yeah. and visit. Great. And really, it's a quite an inexpensive mm -hmm. tool to create. I mean, you can buy picture schedules for sure, mm -hmm. but you can also just get a piece of poster board yep. and make your own and it doesn't matter to the kids they no. think it's cool regardless True. but it really can be quite an inexpensive visual support mm -hmm. and as long as we're talking about visual supports and picture schedules for some kids who may have more um, oh perhaps challenges around anxiety or need much more consistency and are a little more rigid in their thinking you can make uh, miniature picture mm -hmm. schedules yeah. that you, they can have it in their cubby. It might have a little more detail for the day mm -hmm. uh, where they can go and they can pick it up and look at it. Or for some children, it's really effective to just have four or five or six little squares on a ring that they can carry with them. Yeah. And again, it's just for some children needing to know what is next is really important to their sense of safety and security. So let's give it to them. Mm -hmm. And it's very easy to make. Very easy to make because you can use actual photos as well. And now with all the technology that we all have at our fingertips and color copies come through pretty clearly so you don't even have to get the photos developed at a special photo developing option. Or yeah. You really can do anything that works for you in the time frame. And sometimes in a pinch you can even draw a picture and mm -hmm. just use that mm -hmm. and I've done that too where you just think boy this child really would benefit to know first we're doing this then we're gonna do this thing next but I don't have time to go digging around I'm just gonna talk it through as I draw the picture oh look at what we're doing right now we're eating this cracker mm -hmm. and then next we're going to have a drink from the cup mm -hmm. simple breakdown and it just calms you just like an agenda calms you at a meeting you yep. know what's expected and exactly. the child needs that and many of us use our um, phones, our smartphones mm -hmm. to, you know, when I get up in the morning, I look at my phone to see what meetings I have that day, what mm -hmm. my schedule is. Mm -hmm. And it's the same thing. Yeah. The children want to know, what are my meetings today? Yeah. What am I doing? What's, yeah. what's the importance? important things that are going on. Mm -hmm. um, I would also say there are several really good websites that people can search for that actually have free yeah. uh, photos. I think um, they can re they can look for some of those websites on our tip sheets at the inclusivechildcare.org website. We have a tip sheet on using visual supports in early care and a tip sheet on using visual supports with infants and toddlers, which we're going to talk about later. But mm -hmm. So there's a, there are a lot of great resources there, there that people can go and, and find. So what other kinds of visual supports would you encourage our listeners to be thinking about? Well, 
even um, different areas that you have set up in your child care setting that you want the child to be aware of as far as what what's planned for that area. So a lot of people use those things where they label this is dramatic play, this is art, this is um, blocks and manips, manipulatives. That's one way to do it, but also just even helping with transitions. So when you have a child that maybe is challenged with making those quick transitions, which most young children are, it's hard to shift gears, using that visual support and going to the the schedule for a full group mm -hmm. reminder, mm -hmm. but then coming to that child that has some extra challenges maybe to say, oh, with those small ones that you were talking about earlier on a ring, or maybe even just a little small tag board piece with some Velcro spots on it for two, just first we're doing this, then we're doing that. So it really is just helping narrow their focus on what's coming next instead of this broad, anxiety-producing, open-ended day. Oh, nope, she's broken it down for me. Look at that, Priscilla's gonna help me know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing right now and exactly what I'm supposed right. to be doing next. Yep, yeah. and choice boards. Yeah are also an easy tool for providers mm -hmm. to make for a child who is easily overwhelmed by all of the options that are in uh, our programs sometimes. And again, a child who may have some anxiety, mm -hmm. a child maybe with some kinds of disabilities. Um, this is a, That's a really great tool to just give them two options. Yeah. And, it's, and again, as you said, they're just little squares you can Velcro on a larger uh, piece of construction paper mm -hmm. that, um, that give them a variety of of, of things throughout the day that they can choose. Yeah. And that's an easy visual support that, again, builds that regulatory system for kids. Mm -hmm. um, is there anything else maybe you might want to talk about when we... Um, sure. It, labeling things, you know, so the child knows what belongs to them, where their space is. That's also a, an anxiety decreaser, too. Mm -hmm. I want to keep my, my things in one spot so I know where to find them, and so having them clearly labeled with the child's photo and their name, and then as they get more acclimated to understanding and recognizing their name in writing, you can make the photo smaller. But initially, the photo should be the bigger thing when that child first starts to mm -hmm. get used to that space. Um, helping kids know that that is their spot and that's so everybody has one and that's a calmer mm -hmm. as well so any kind of labeling that you use to help kids know where things belong when it's time to put toys away a lot of folks use that that's a visual support right mm -hmm. there so it's creating success for the child setting them up for success because when we say clean up they know exactly where clean up yep. how it's, that works and yep. what goes where and setting that's them it up for success yeah. I like that I think also when we talk about, and maybe we'll close with this one, we um, many providers have rules that they have made with the children's um, participation. And, you know, that's however you decide you feel about rules. If you're going to do rules, they should be posted as well. Mm -hmm. And then again, you have a dozen opportunities a day for to tell a child, oh, you used your um, you you used your quiet walking feet, mm -hmm. or you know that's that's up on our rule rules to um, to use quiet feet inside or mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Being I think an easy one for many providers might choose something like be kind uh, to your friends, mm -hmm. and there are 
are so many opportunities during the day to say, oh, you're being so kind. Just like, let's look up here and see what it says. Be kind to your friends. Mm-hmm. Where, how are you just showing kindness to, to Steph, Stephanie or Olivia? Mm-hmm. And so kids can talk about that. And it, instead of using the rules as a punitive way to say right. you broke the rules, yeah. it gives us so many opportunities during the day to reinforce positive behaviors yeah. and also build that regulatory system. True. Very true. And it calms us down because we know in this, the busyness of our day, we can look at that if we've forgotten. Oh, man, we almost forgot. It's our turn It's our turn to be on the playground. Or, mm-hmm. oh, guys, we forgot to get our boots on. Remember? Mm-hmm. It's going to take us extra time to get outside to the backyard today because it's winter and we forgot. We almost forgot. Let's get going on that. It's a, it's a tool for us as the adults and for the children, mm-hmm. and it provides comfort. Right. So I hope this is helpful. I think we'll spend another podcast talking specifically to infants and toddlers about how providers can um, develop some visual supports even for the wee little ones. Mm -hmm. But uh, this has been great. Thank you, Priscilla. Thanks, Cindy. 